Hey everybody, welcome back to the Rap Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Elias Eldridge. And I'm Sam Kenny. All right, and before we head into the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and review. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and am I missing one? Instagram, yes, Twitter, and TikTok. That's it. The, and YouTube. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess you're already We're on YouTube, YouTube too. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> At Rap Chat Podcast, where you can find, I don't even, sorry, I didn't even hear what, you know, what, what I said. But at Rap Chat Podcast, where you can see us post new clips of the show every week. Um, so, just before we head into the podcast, we have a bit of an announcement here. We've come and think about this last for the last few weeks. But uh, we are going to start adding a second episode, everybody. Yeah. Wait, which one is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, we're adding in a, a second episode. We just felt. Uh, Personally, like, there's too much to talk there's about. There's too much to talk <laughs> yeah. about, and after a whole week, yeah, and then we start to forget the games. Like, for yeah. example, my game is first, right? I'm talking so about the ago. Philly game. Yeah, yeah, it felt, it felt like that was like two weeks ago. I mean, it yeah. was only like a week ago, but still, it's you so know, long ago. So it, much has happened since then, and you just forget, you know, especially the individual plays. Like, even before we started recording, I was like, before you guys got here, I was watching. I was like finding the moments because I marked down the timestamps of right, what yeah. was interesting during the game, and I was like going through the actual game trying to find the timestamps. I couldn't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to be adding a new episode. So we're going to be putting episodes out every Thursday and every Monday. So then that's you. You guys get to start your week with a podcast and you guys get to end your week with a podcast. Mm. So it'll be Mondays. I'm, we're hoping at 10 a.m. Same time. Uh, or sorry, 12, 12, 12, yeah, 12 here. 12. It'll be 10 a.m. for 11 a.m. here. 11 11 a.m. Wait, what? 11 a.m. Eastern. I mean, 11 a.m. Atlantic, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. No, wait, 12, 12, 12 Atlantic. 12 Atlantic. 12 Atlantic. 11 a.m. Eastern yeah. time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, that's what it's going to be moving forward. We're going to have two episodes of the Monday at uh, 11 Eastern uh, and then Thursday at 11 Eastern as yeah. well. Two episodes a week. So Let's go. I think we're, I think kicking it up to two episodes a week is the right move. We oh, talked about sure. this quite a bit. We, we talked about the Raptors like seven days a week. So we might as well record ourselves yeah. twice <laughs> exactly. a week. So. Well, and, and we also were talking about how, um, you know, yeah, like like what you said, we just talk about it so much. We always have to. We always have to be like, okay, we gotta like, we gotta speed it up now at yeah. the end of the podcast. We, we want to keep talking, but we can't. Yeah. And you know what was also good too is the fact that um, I remember thinking, like I brought this up to you guys before, but I remember thinking, uh, damn, like we really need to record another episode. But I was scared to bring it up to you guys. Right. So I didn't know what you guys were gonna say, no. and then I brought it up, and you guys were like, damn, I was thinking the exact same <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh, let's go. Yeah, so same wavelength. Exactly. Yeah. So um, okay. So first, what's the we're going you're up first, man. Game recap. Yeah. So my game recap was the November 11th game against uh, Philadelphia in Philadelphia. So this was uh, the Raptors there. Uh, first quarter, the first play was a nice pass down low from uh, from Fred for Scotty for mm. that layup, yeah, which was which that. was cool. Scotty's been trying to go for a little bit more of those that like behind the backboards. So Use his like, length, yeah. you know, yeah. layup, and yeah. he, he can make it some sometimes. But uh, yeah, so then what do I have here? There was Fred was Fred was uh, Fred was going off, man. Like this guy was mm. steady, awesome steady game. all game. Um, Gary, uh, he was taking a lot of those. Like so, he would dribble in those mid rangers, right? Um, taking them super confidently, yeah. right? Like one thing that I feel like I notice a difference a little bit with Gary and OG is that OG shot is now kind of becoming a little bit predictable, mm -hmm. like the, the step backs, yeah, yeah. and yeah. The, and the the rise ups and stuff. And whereas I feel like Gary is just he's he's smooth and confident with his shot. I mean, maybe OG can learn a little bit there from Gary. 
Um, so remember that also, do you guys remember that one? Uh, so Banton drives into the key. This was at five minutes, 15 seconds. So Banton drives into the key, defense is collapses, and then he gets down low and kicks it out to Fred in between like like two guys. Oh, yeah. And Fred hits that deep three. Yeah, yeah that, that was yeah. the lineup with like no shooters, and for whatever reason, they yeah. left the one shooter open. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Fred was has been, has been hitting. So, yeah. um, and that was Fred also coming off to the, a screen on yeah. top, off ball again. So yeah. I know you like that Fred playing off ball. Very much. Um, man, just like... Towards the end of the quarter, the defense just got so bad, oh. and there was so many transition buckets, and we just were not scoring. Like Philly would get transition after transition bucket, and we just couldn't couldn't retaliate, no. man. We couldn't score. No, I did take a photo though of this that they po- they posted this um, in the first quarter. I thought this was so interesting. Listen to this, Scotty Barnes, seventeen points per game on the season. 8.5 rebounds on the season and a 53.3% field goal percentage. Tobias Harris, who's been playing I saw yeah. Yeah, who's been playing uh for Philly for what? 3 years now? He's been Philly 3 years. Three. He, he was he was there when we beat them in yep. the playoffs. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah, about 3 years. 3 years. He's averaging 19 points per game, 9 rebounds and 54.3% from field goal. This guy's been playing in the league for he, a while, he, he, he was in a, a while. He was an All Star candidate last year. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Really and Scotty Barnes, <laughs> that's not ridiculous. <laughs> and Scotty Barnes is a rookie and and almost matching his numbers almost identically. And Scotty's played like 15 NBA games ever. Unreal, <laughs> yeah. unreal. This that just goes goes to show how good Scotty was. I I remember uh, like seeing that. I took a screenshot. Maybe maybe I can we can put it up. But I took I did I took a photo of it because um, I was just like so impressed. I was yeah. like, holy crap, Scotty's putting up. Tobias Harris numbers, yep. and this guy has only played, yeah, whatever it was, 15 games yeah. on this entire season. Like, that's incredible. Um, so then the Raptors took a timeout. Fred hit a three right out of the timeout, which was awesome. But do you guys remember this? At the end of the first quarter, um, there was an absolutely BS call on Gary when he's trying to steal it from Tobias. Yeah, and oh, oh yeah. my God, man, that should have been a jump ball or at least a play on. There was no foul there. There's a lot of refing problems we'll be talking I about. Think, I, think, I, think the, I think the refing, like league wide on the games I've watched, has kind of reverted back to last year's whistle. Like the rule change that they talked about. At least the rule well, change. To be honest, kept, man, the, I'm, the, I'm noticing like more whistles this year than I than I did last well, year. Well, on different things. Like I think the year's like the well, there, first there wasn't the year, there wasn't many whistles at the start of the season. But I think it's kinda of reverted no. back to But they're still they're still not calling the the James Harden no, Trae Young no, stuff. No, but like I think they're letting they're not letting the same physicality go on defense. I think they should, man. So oh, I definitely they should, man. Soft now. It's so annoying. Yeah. And I was like I was so pissed off. Like I was like Yo, you're gonna the guy who has the most steals in the league. You're gonna call a foul on him when this is clearly a jump ball, no respect, or a play on. <laughs> like, like it, the the quickness that they called that foul with, and then and then how when they played it on the replay, it was. You just know LeBron's never gonna get called. No, a foul for that. never. <laughs> I never. can't. Pic- I can't picture that. Oh, it was that was that really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Um, I really honestly think that they should change the challenge situation too. They should make I it think, so if you win the challenge, you get another challenge. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, I think so too. Is. Well, I think that the the reason why is because it was an introduction into the league. Like, I think challenging is only new within the last year. So to, uh, it's been. I think it's the third season. It wasn't like around this. during during uh, the 2019 championship. No, no, no. no it, was, it was after only that. 20, so it's so it's only, a, only a year. This is a third season. year. It's a third year with it. Yeah, because there's 2020. There's 2019, 2020, 2020, No, no, no. It now wasn't in 2019, 2020. No, oh, no wait. That was the year after the championship. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, sorry. Yes, yes. Okay. Three seasons. Yeah. So this is the third season of the of the challenge. Run. I remember, and it's it's a new it's a new thing. So, but 
to be honest, in my opinion, I think that they should change it to that too. Cause like, um, I think everybody thinks they changed that. I don't yeah. know why they haven't. Yeah, or or get like a, a challenge. Is it a challenge per half? They, they should do or that. that. Yeah, a they challenge. should do like a challenge idea. per half. Yeah. Like I like it. I, I I think that that would be a great great idea to yeah. add in, um, because it's just man. we saw Nick Nurse I think take an early challenge in this game. A Portland game, or was that those a Portland game? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it was it just screws you over and, the rest of the game. Yeah, mm. and yeah. that was that was the. Uh, it was a charge call on Ken Birch. Right. Yes, blocking, man. That, that was, and I, I and still it, think that should have been reversed. I don't understand. I don't understand that one either. And there's a weird call in this, but I'll get to, I'll get to that. It's the OG one. No, it's oh, the that uh, was the Detroit. No, that was the Detroit game. The OG one. I'll talk about that. Oh no, it but. was, and also the. Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, so the second quarter, man, second quarter beginning of it was dry for the first like five minutes, and then Precious had a nice lob to Boucher at mm-hmm. uh, six forty eight, which was my heart stopped. So that was so that was okay. Precious almost looked like he had his head down the whole time yeah. he's dribbling, but then he just <laughs> lobs it, robs it up right up to Boucher, oh and I was God. like, oh, I was, oh, so, I was like, what are you doing, Precious? I know, the I best was best fast break duo of all oh time. I was, <laughs> Precious and Boucher. Yeah. Two guys who like Magic. never want taking the ball off. Mad- Magic Johnson and James Worthy, right? There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, then there was uh, at six nineteen, there was a super light call for on on Delano Banton for an offensive foul for a screen. Do you guys remember that yes, when he had that yeah. screen? Oh yeah, and Curry kind of grabbed him and like. Dude, yeah. that was the one of the weakest calls I've ever seen. That's a rookie call, man. It was horrible. I was like, come on, dude. Like this yeah. is so <laughs> soft. It pissed me off. <laughs> um, at least he won this game. The other games we lost, and the refing was bad, and I get, I got so mad. I'm oh like, man! Uh, so 3:47 in the second quarter, uh, Precious had a solid block on Andre Drummond. Yes, That's right. And yes, slapped that shit right out. And see, like he has the, like a defense this game. The reason why I wanted to point that specific play out was because we've had a lot of debate on this podcast whether a guy like Precious and guys like him can handle big dudes like Andre Drummond, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's it's all about how you play them. You know what I mean? And, and also, Precious can get bigger, too. I think yeah, we should focus... Well, something with... People to talk about Andre Drummond's size. Andre Drummond's 6'10". No one talks about his size. Precious is 6'9". Like, and he's... Mm-hmm. he's I wouldn't say just like, all close to his broad as Drummond, right? Yeah, well, he, he's, 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 still, he's yeah. still... Yeah, he's more athletic. He's I, more st- athletic. I still think we should broaden up Precious. Oh, 100%. I think we should, we should he's still, still really young, but I'm just saying, 22. I'm just saying, like, you know, that's, I don't think it's as huge of a concern as people make it out to be. Um, Philly went for like a 12-4 run near the to to kind of close the half. It was 52-57 for Philly at the halftime. Uh, third quarter, Fred hits a three right out of the right out of the um, right out of the first or sorry the third quarter, which was awesome. And then Scotty breaks a 7-0 run with an offensive rebound um, and a layup, which was really nice. Um, so yeah, there was there was a couple plays here in the third quarter that I really wanted to point out. At 6:50, Precious tries the dunk, misses. Scotty gets the rebound, kicks it over to Fred, and then Fred moves it to Gary, who hits the three. It was just great teamwork, great play. You guys remember that was yeah, one? Of, yeah, I think it was yeah. a highlight um, play there. Uh, but it was it was great teamwork and and. Uh, Great sharing of the ball. I think it was a lot. There was in the second half of this game. I think we saw a lot more sharing. Yeah, of the getting basketball. on the glass and then kicking it up shooters. A lot of that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, there was a nice transition play with Fred uh, giving it to Scotty, who then find found Boucher cutting mm. underneath for the dunk. Yeah. Uh, and I just wrote, I wrote down great eyes, Scotty. Yeah. Like that was like you know <laughs> great eyes, Scotty. Great eyes, you know. He does have great eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a brown. Oh my god. Yeah. Great vision. Um, <laughs> nice big brown eyes on Scotty Barnes. Um, then we had an 11-0 run, so that was awesome. Uh, Scotty with man uh, at uh, at 420. Scotty with a uh, 
beautiful mid-range oh, jumper. Yeah, the step back. And that made it the 11-0 run. Yeah. That was changing from a 9-0 run to an 11-0 run. Yeah. It was just whoo, big, big third quarter. So smooth, so confident. And it's weird when he like just like randomly pulls out that jumper know, so confidently. I know. <laughs> and he's like, you don't do this all it's game. It's always in a guy's face, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, you see it looking around and be like, eh. yeah, pull it. Make it. I uh, I marked down awesome defense at 345. It We ran down the shot clock, but Korkmaz like threw up a three with like 3.5 seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, Drummond got the rebound and then Precious blocked it and then uh, gave it to Fred who take, took it all the way down for, uh, mm, for a layup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then there was a lob from Fred to Boucher and that caused a timeout for Philly at two minutes. I uh, also wanted to mention this. Shout out to Lowry's mom. Oh, yeah, she's in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Showed up wearing her Raptors hoodie That's or awesome, shirt or something. <laughs> Um, shout out to Lowry's mom for showing up to the game, supporting the Raptors in Philly, which was great. That was the other place where the rat, where Kyle Lowry might've gone was, yeah. Yeah. was yeah. Philly. Go back home. Exactly. I, so. I follow Kyle Lowry's mom on uh, Twitter and she live tweets every Raptors game. What? Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's like a massive fan. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. Like, she live tweets more Raptors games than he gives. <laughs> yeah, you wish you get her on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? Um, and then, yeah, at the end of the third quarter, OG gets that sidestep three. Mm, That's uh, right. Yeah. Super nice. Uh, so heading into the fourth quarter, uh, to start it off, we got that lob from Gary to Chris, mm -hmm. starting the fourth. Uh, then Chris gets a block, um, and I wrote down that Chris was playing. I mean, we could talk about this more, but just to touch on it briefly, um, I thought Chris was playing better because his first thought wasn't shoot yeah. <laughs> when yeah. he got the yeah, ball. Yeah, he was, he was playing within the offense. That's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. So uh, we had the, then we had a big three from Gary. Um, then Gary caused a turnover. And then a dunk for Chris. You guys remember that Chris yeah. Yeah. dunk that yeah. Gary caused that turnover, um, which was really proud of, proud of him. Lots of smart plays. Uh, Chris with a block on the Yang. Oh, yes. remember that yeah. one? Yep. Slapped his shit. Um, Fred with that bank three at six thirteen. Um, OG steal and dunk at five twenty. So this is one of the bigger plays. So Speed deflects the ball to Fred, who then gives it to Gary, and Gary misses the three. Then it's rebounded by Svi, who gives it back to Gary. And then instead of shooting it again, Gary passes it to OG, mm -hmm. who makes the three. And that was awesome teamwork and recognition by everybody. Yep. Respect to Gary for giving it up, because he is that guy who's supposed to take that shot. And I think Nick Nurse wouldn't have been pissed off if Gary did no, take no, that shot. No, no, smarter shot. It's wide open. Exactly. Yeah. And what he, what he chose to do was to kick it another, uh, was to like move the ball. And, uh, and then it ended up in... OG taking a three and and yep. you know what because Gary's thinking in that it's like okay I didn't hit this one might as well give it to OG yep. and he's he's trade he's a, open too trade and a good shot for a great shot exactly it was it was uh it was textbook man textbook um and then oh this was the weird thing do you guys remember that weird illegal blocked shot yes what the fuck what was, was that, that? <laughs> and it ended up in a jump ball at center court With, between Precious and Drummond yeah, what they the, called like, it an illegal block shot. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand what that call was. No, I'm I was trying to remember exactly. See, what so it, so it was like. like pinned up against the backboard, but it was supposed to be a foul, right? So then Precious would head to the free throw line, and then it ended up being they called it. So they did call it a 
uh, they didn't call it a foul, but they called it an illegal blocked shot. I don't even know what that means. What the fuck is an illegal blocked shot? Isn't that just like a blocking or a foul? Yeah, but the, like, but that's the thing. Is it, but the weird thing is, it, is it is it ended up in a jump ball at center court? Do you have a timestamp for it? Uh, no, but it should be somewhere between four minutes and and one minute. I want to see what it says on so, here. What it was somewhere between there. That's interesting. I was so confused. Yeah. I was like. What the hell is an illegal blocked shot? And why does it, why does it, and not only that, but the, so the, so it was down uh, at the Philly side of the court, right? So the Raptors are trying to score. And if you're going to call it, yeah, yeah, if you're going to call a jump ball, why would it, why was it called to the center? Why wasn't it called? That's so weird. I wonder wonder if it's like the same kind of thing as like an inadvertent whistle or something like the ref just, yeah, I don't know. I I have no idea, but I remember that was like super, super weird. Um, then there was at 110 a crazy corner three by Gary. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, that fading that fading, fading quarter yeah. three. That was, that was insane. Yep. Um, that was that was a big shot, big yep. shot for us. And then of course, oh. and the thing was is OG did the same thing yeah. twice. He dribbled in, kicked it out to the corner, got Made the Gary, right and then he did it again with Fred for the big ball shot. The big cojones right there and it, and it rattled in yeah the fifteen thousand dollar shot it was worth it um <laughs> it and it, really worth it. i just wrote down it was almost the exact same play as gary's uh gary's three so yeah. uh and then there was a uh, big block uh by scotty on tobias right yeah so that was like whoo fun, man, it was a fun ending, showing like, up really fun ending to the game mm-hmm. so final ended up being 115 109 for us but it was really close down the stretch yeah, it, yeah, was, it was we can't act like we had the lead this entire no. game. i was nervous the entire game me too oh, i was the on entire the entire game back and forth i was never confident no. yeah it no. was uh it was a interesting wasn't a, game wasn't a feel good win really like, no, no no okay so uh then we'll move on so who's next elias um oh, wait yeah. did you find that illegal block yeah, shot looking, i think i just found it okay yeah let's, so it says Miss Achua Dunk. And then it says at the same time Drummond Block. So I wonder if they changed after then the it says they Ra- must have. Then it says Raptors Rebound, Sixers Timeout, Jump Ball between Drummond and Achua. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's weird. Because uh, I remember. Being, I guess you won it. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh, you interesting. Lost it, but. Yeah, weird one. Weird call. <laughs> anyway. Super, super strange. Distance. Yes. Like. So I got. I'm good. You're done? Yes. All right. So uh, you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I'm gonna stop saying. I think we'll dominate this team because <laughs> we first time we said that was against Orlando, we only won by one. Yeah. Then we said that against Cleveland, we lost against Cleveland. <laughs> and then last week we said, I think Detroit will be easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we Fuck. lost to Detroit. Uh, the curse. The Elias No, curse. but to be honest though, I do remember thinking to myself like, and I think that. Uh, people underestimate Detroit. You said this on the podcast while we were like, "Oh, it's gonna be. A, a, we should win this yeah. game." And you're like, "Oh, don't, uh, don't." And then I was like, "I was like, they're one in no, eight, because, bro." Chill. Because, uh, because shout out to Will Upton because he was talking about how Cade Cunningham came in late and he really needed a couple games to show his stuff and now he's really getting into the groove of the Pistons. He still didn't have a great game that game. He didn't, have a, though, he didn't have a super great game. He had a, he had a nice but, fourth quarter. But uh, yeah. I think it was more, it's not like he was doing a ton but it was the stuff that doesn't go on the stat sheet yeah. that he was doing. It was yeah, no, creation, was you know? It was, being a, it was yeah, really Exactly, good. exactly. Yeah. He was making those, I remember, uh, who was it? It was Jack or something or, or Matt talking about very uh, or said uh, Dwayne Casey said that he has very Kyle Lowry esque. Yeah. Uh, he's not that, he was getting killed for that, but I don't. 
really see what the like yeah like he's like a winner type yeah player. Like, i think I, people just think he's probably gonna be better than kyle lowry oh. but i think at the same time people don't know enough about kyle lowry and what he actually contributed to the raptors oh, yeah, they don't give it the raptors yeah. any press yeah that's a compliment like yeah, yeah. okay so go ahead yeah. here, um so we started out uh with like a minute and a half into the game down eight nothing really quick to detroit they had a quick uh 8-0 run and um that was fine we that happens a lot i wasn't thinking too much about that uh gary had a five for six first quarter shooting yeah um, man Woo. oh uh, he did start that game hot he did he did and uh banton had a uh delano had a steal i think it was a steal and then he went to oh, no it was a rebound then he went coast to coast had it behind the back then gave it to the <laughs> for the yeah. end one um transition defense was seemed kind of slow Delano just like pulls those moves out of nowhere i know man they were really pressuring delano that game with the ball too like because yeah. they knew he was like he was supposed the to be rookie, the, the, the nervous rookie right and yeah. the, the liability when it comes to ball handling right and he held his own dude oh he sure yeah. did he had 12 points this game mm-hmm. um, Respect. yeah so uh something else i noticed so siakam's back in the lineup by the way in this game um but no van vliet and no achua mm-hmm. so Drogic started um, I noticed, right. noticed a lot of ISO again, which is, um, it just, it, I think that's still just trying to gel with Siakam as just everybody's trying to figure themselves out. Um, so that was something I didn't like that I noticed. Um, but, uh, we finished the quarter up by three. We still allowed Detroit to have 31 points in the first quarter, which is not good. Um, but it is what it is next quarter. Um, Detroit was scoring so easily way too easily the lane mm. was open the entire game so frustrating their sh- threes were wide open and they don't have great shooters in the starting lineup they have Sadiq Bay, who's a pretty who's a good shooter but he struggled this year and he has struggled this year and uh jeremy grant's all right and those two are open all game especially yeah. Sadiq Bay. um he was going off he was he had he a good was going game off. um yeah everything was but the thing so is, is, is that man like uh, I want to say under normal circumstances where we're actually playing good defense, though she's not going to make those shots. There's no way we'd let them wide. They're wide like, open all game. Wide and it's Detroit. Open. It's, I mean, these guys are still NBA players, but they, it's it shouldn't be that hard to no. just close them out. Of, no, we're we're, uh, we're being way too aggressive on defense, like for a team against Detroit. Yeah, I mean, in general we are, but especially against Detroit, where it just it's so let them make mistakes because that's who they are. They're Detroit. They're so young. They're mm-hmm. going to make their own mistakes, and we're trying to force everything way too hard. Definitely, um, I agree. So that's something I noticed. Um, there was a nice play where uh, Scotty got a, a touch rebound, touched it to Pascal, and Pascal had a real good look ahead to uh, to, Zvi, to Zvi for the transition bucket. Yep. Um, oh, and so the refing was very inconsistent this game. And I just wrote this down that Matt is very upset. <laughs> 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 he got, I forget. Oh, this is, this is the OG call, I think. Um, yeah, so... OG went into the lane and he got called for an offensive foul because he brought his oh, knee up. Oh, this made me so that mad. Was, oh I don't understand God, this call. Yo, what, is it, what are you supposed to do? do? When you learn to no, do no, a layup, he, you he, learn. He moved his leg to the side too to avoid the offensive foul. Barely. Okay, but well, the thing was, um, the way you learn to shoot and to make a layup is that your elbow and your knee are attached by a string, yes. right? Yes. Right. So you go one, two, up. Yes. These both yeah. come up. <laughs> That's it, exactly what OG I, did. I, I would so, understand it if he like fully like put his knee out, yeah. but he just did like no, a normal dude, layup. Dude, he and didn't like. That's what I'm saying is that before he made contact, he you can see in the video that he tries to move his knee yeah, to avoid yeah. the contact. He like feels it coming. He's like, oh, I'll move it a little exactly. bit. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that and call still, pissed me off. Called it an offensive foul. And then they did they reviewed it too, didn't they? They reviewed they it. Yeah, they, they challenged. Yeah, the and they still that was that early. That was that early challenge. And it was still an offensive foul. Yeah. 
Fuck. Horrible. Uh, that made me so mad. Oh, yeah. man. I was pissed off. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, are, we go down. We go into the, uh, into the half down by one. Um, something Jack said coming into the second half that I found really, I liked a lot that he said is that, um, cause we're, we're, we've been bad at home so far, but way better on the road. Right. And, uh, this is what Jack said. Young teams perform at home and compete on the road, mm. which I think is and that, super true. And that goes through with us and Detroit. Yeah. But he was, he was referring to us Yeah, where, yeah. uh, at the time we're two and six at home, five and one on the road. We're a young team. So at home, we're trying to entertain. We're trying to make the, the flashy players. We're trying to get the crowd hyped up. On the road where there's no fans, you're just trying to compete and win. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's been happening, I think. And um, yeah, so I think that's, that's really, that was a really interesting thing you said. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this is the, I just said, they call it offensive on OG. How, bro? Reffing is so... <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm saying AI refs, man. We got to bring in the AI <laughs> refs. Yeah, Fuck these people, man. Um... Fuck. So, uh, yeah, interior defense battle game, but Ken Birch came in and had a really nice uh, third quarter interior for defense, which was mm. nice. Um, oh, they, we had no, so our offense is rolling. I have this really right in order. I have offense is rolling, and then right after that, I have Barnes call for travel. So our offense, we were hitting, we were hitting multiple shots in a row. We had like four or five shots in a row that we yeah. made. And then um, they called Scotty for a travel. And then I saw a replay. It was not a travel. Oh, no. oh yeah, you know, it was the you know pivot foot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. I remember he that. He didn't move his, other, his pivot foot at There all. was so much traveling in the, in the NBA, and they called and that. And they called that. And then Scotty, I think that's when Scotty collapsed. No, that was in the other game. No, his, his, his my game. Did yeah. he get a tech for that? He no, did he got tech yesterday. Has, no, he also got tech in Detroit. Yeah, he, he said he had back-to-back techs um, in games. But uh, in this game. And I'm sure Nick Nurse is not he, even pissed. Like, I think, he's no, just no, like, what the fuck? I think he just went, I think he was like, what are you talking about? He didn't do anything. And then he Rookies got a tech. Get quick tease too. And then he got a tech. Yeah. And Scotty Burns. Scotty Burns is a like, nice guy of all time. <laughs> like, um, Dude, I remember anyway, that. So, that was a bunch of bullshit too, man. So that really killed our momentum. And then right after that, uh, back-to-back turnovers led to back-to-back Isaiah Stewart buckets. Um, not great. Uh, Banton had a nice steal and uh, a dunk on in transition. Um, it's good to see. And uh, yeah, we go into the fourth quarter. And um, so... It was we. It was really back and forth, and I, I just, I even I felt too comfortable watching this game. Where I was like, "Oh, we're fine, it's Detroit." Yeah. Yeah. I think they felt the exact same I, way. I was comfortable down to like a minute and a half. I know exactly. To it's be like, honest, though, our lead was never huge. No, it we wasn't. Never, no, it wasn't. Yeah. I was never like worried. Like if it was like everything against Portland, I was like on the, I was on edge all game because Portland, but Detroit, I was like, "Ah, it's fine, it's Detroit, we'll win." Um. Anyway, so then we just got we started getting pretty sloppy and just overthinking everything. Yeah. Um. There's one play with Pascal where. Uh, he had Frank Jackson guarding him, and uh, for people that are watching, Frank Jackson is a horrible defender. He's not. This is not a good player. No, he's not no. a good NBA player at all. Um, he had a good game against us, though, so I can't say much. Yeah. But um, his defense is not good at all. He's like six two, and he's guarding Pascal down low. And Pascal shot a post fade, and he missed over him, and he got right down low too. And he didn't. I just wish he went straight up. Mm. And it's just small things like that that are bothering me right now with this team recently. To be honest, though, I mean, we'll talk about this. Uh, actually, never mind. I'll go for it. Go okay. For it. Okay. Um, I'll talk about this or game thoughts. And uh, another thing of Pascal. So I want to I want to say Pascal had a really good game. I thought a really good game. I really liked what I saw out of him. Uh, but again, the fourth quarter, he had a couple of turnovers uh, pretty close to other. He wasn't taking care of the ball. They just stripped it from like two times in four possessions. Um, Killian Hayes. Oh, had, like, that did really piss me off. I remember that they stripped it from Pascal. Yeah, like, like twice. I'm like Pascal, man. Oh, yeah, fuck. he's not taking care of the ball. He's no, not, he's man. Not, he's and not, they're doubling him, man. It's yeah. like, dude, give, give the ball up, man. Um, like you know they're doubling you too, like. 
Um, Killian Hayes had the game of his life. He had he had eight points in the in the right. uh, fourth right. quarter against us, and so, and so did Cade. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the he amount like, of threes in that one stretch. When when was that? It was in the fourth quarter. Fourth no, quarter. yeah, no, no, I know it was in the fourth quarter, but it was almost it was in the middle. Yeah, or yeah. Near it, was, the it was it was like two to, between five and two. Yeah, minutes, five and two, something something like that. And I I just remember watching and be like, they made how many threes they made? Like four or five threes. <laughs> And I was just like, and yo. It's K- and it's Killian Hayes and Kate Cutting. I'm like, dude, you guys have not what shot the well. fuck, man? They made, oh, uh, pissed me off. They made six threes in the fourth. Yeah. Um, I was so disappointed. I was missed, very disappointed in the boys. And they missed two. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, just not taking care of the ball. And, uh, again, they, they didn't have a sense of urgency because we were playing against Detroit. And uh, we ended up losing the game 127 to 121. Oh my God. So we allowed. Big oofs. The day back to Detroit played back to back. We're the second night back to back for them. They played Cleveland the night before. They scored 78 points against Cleveland. Wow. And they scored 127 oh, points against us. That just goes to show us. how horrible our defense was defense that game. Was so bad. So worst, fucking bad. Okay, so I said this to you guys. Um, that was the worst defense I've seen out of our team all season, yeah. but the one, some of the best offense I've seen ever. Yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. This, uh, Pascal's that, defense, by the way, it just can, it's really bad. Horrible. So but bad. I'll, well, I mean, we'll get into this later, but it actually makes me. I'm kind of glad that's the case. Well, I'm not <laughs> glad that's the case, but I'm glad it's <laughs> no, the other way around. Okay, yes, so, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, but our uh, defense is easy to work on. That but. trend didn't really let up until the next into the next game here um, when the Raptors played Portland. Oh, um, fuck. Very similar game, just against a better opponent. Yeah. Um, I was so mad. The first quarter, though, we came out like humming. Um, yes. OG. OG and Pascal combined for uh, for six threes together. And the Raptors, Gary was hitting shots, yep, too. The Raptors as a whole were seven for 11 from three to start uh, in that first quarter. We actually started off on a 13 to three run. Um, right. And, and we, were, we were leading uh, 33-24 after Didn't the first. And they take a timeout, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and they came back, but we were still up 33-24. Um, and it was just like a really good cohesive, like Pascal and OG just leading us um, that first quarter. And it was really nice to see. Uh, and the defense was pretty locked in, like the only time it was locked in all game. And it was really only locked in for that first like, <laughs> three, four minutes. But yeah. Uh, and yeah, so in the, in the second quarter started in Portland, started on a 6-0 run. Uh, and the defense just really started to slip. Um, the biggest theme from this game was... They were good individual defensive plays, but as a whole, yes. like we could not contain the dribble. No, well, we're going to get into this later, but we couldn't contain the dribble, dribble penetration. Um, that was just letting, like, our we don't have, aren't playing really any bigs. Yeah. And that was letting our guys down there to dry. Um, and uh, the Raptors offense, though, like, in that first half was really clicking. Like, we scored 60 points in that first half. Mm-hmm. And right. It was so sexy. And it was like, and it was like confident. Like, we were seeing Pascal and Scotty working together, and mm-hmm. OG was just playing like he wasn't taking up a lot of the offense and neither was Pascal or Scotty. Like guys were getting their buckets it was really within even. the flow. It was really even, which is really nice to see with and Pascal. Yeah. And honestly all game that was the case, but in that first quarter or first half especially, uh mm-hmm. I thought Ken Burch had a good first half. Second half I thought I think his knee's still bothering him. Yeah. But that, that first half was really good. So we were down sixty one sixty at the half. Yeah. The third fuck. quarter the defense just gave away. Um that third quarter, what were the uh, numbers here for Portland? Um Oh, it wasn't well. The second quarter, Portland scored 30, uh, 37. and that uh, that third quarter was just uh, it was just a hard watch that whole quarter. Um, I was just like that kinda, game was hard to watch in general. Oh man. man, it was just what what in the world was happening? Um, I mean, not it, that there's not good things to take away no, from all no, the no, last no, games no. that we've been watching. There's just right? a lot of bad things. There's a lot of bad, especially defensively. The uh, the third quarter, the end of the third quarter. I think Malachi came in at the thirty nine second mark uh, to go in the third. He uh, he gets to the line, 
goes one for two from the um, hits the first free throw, misses the second, gets his own rebound somehow, dribbles it out, and just like it was just a like it was like good and bad at the same time because he wasn't giving it. I think he was on the court with OG at the time. OG's calling for it to run the clock down and get a bucket. Malachi's just taking it and he's going like he's gonna get a shot somehow. I think he took a three, missed it, got the offensive rebound back, and then dribbled in and right. got a layup. Yeah, so yes. Malachi with yeah. the with like the, the <laughs> most chaotic play. Malachi with the most chaotic thirty nine seconds <laughs> I've seen. Right and ends in a three zero run though. Malik Malachi one minute twenty one seconds, two offensive rebounds. <laughs> Let's go. Quarter. Yeah, and uh, the Raptors were were uh, it was a tie game. Sorry, going into the uh, going into the uh, fourth quarter. Do you guys think we were gonna win after the end of the third? Uh, no. No, no. Okay. Yeah. no, because we don't, yeah, so yeah, the, fourth quarter, yeah, they do. the fourth quarter, uh, Portland started off on a 10-0 run, and Damon CJ, like, um, as much as you want to criticize them on the defensive end, like, their shot making on the offensive end is, like, really Top good, tier. like, yeah, like, really, really good, um, and if uh, Robert Covington is hitting shots, and Anthony Simons is hitting shots, like, they're a hard offensive team to stop, and it doesn't help with the Raptors for playing no defense in the fourth quarter. Nas Little, too. Nas Little, big buckets. yeah, good game, and, uh, so the defense was non-existent, and we really dug ourselves a hole in that beginning of the fourth quarter. Fred Van Vliet almost brought us back. He had like a crazy, yeah, like man, 11 back point. out and pulled out. He had a crazy like eleven-point stretch with like a tough layup and three like super contested like pull-up threes. Matt was going crazy. Oh my god! And it was just it was like, like Fred. I was like, and uh, and then we then we showed our age at the end. It was just really sloppy. Uh, like like Scotty Barnes like really had a big rookie like a rookie moment in the fourth quarter. Uh, you're struggling. Uh, well, with about basically everything and uh, sloppy ex- execution and bad defense, and Portland's a veteran team, they're going to take advantage of that, mm-hmm. and the Raptors lose one eighteen to one thirteen. Yeah, um, one quick thing to mention: I, I'm a the the Trailblazers are like my second favorite team, right? And uh, I love Damian Lillard, and I have to say that it was nice to see him hitting shots a yeah, little bit. One, one of his first. Good games, yeah, yeah, and and, was, and I feel like I hope this is the start of an upward trajectory <laughs> for him because I mean, I think he, man, just yeah, like over the years, like he's just, I mean, maybe he's not the best defensive player, but offensive yeah. player, he's but dominant. He's, he's, he's you know of, what I mean? He's one of the best like, all time, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and like I, I respect Damian Lillard so much, and I, I feel like what if there's a player that I've tried to model my own game after, is like I've tried to watch Damian Lillard play sure. because I just love the way he moves around on yeah. the court and love the decisions that he makes. And it's nice to see him making shots, even though that's why and I see train all those deep threes all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, you know what? It's nice to see him, to see him playing better. Uh, even though, and I'm not even mad this game because, uh, I'm so mad. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, just because I know we're such a young team and I know yeah. this is not, this is not the extent of what the Raptors no, are. Right. No, so no, no. I was much more mad um, at the Pistons game. Yeah. Really? I was so, mad at this game. I was so mad at the end of it. Well, I've been trying. Yeah. You were super <laughs> so. pissed off in the chat, but I think I, I try to keep myself in a mindset of like, I know we're better than this. And this is just a, this is every, every, no matter what sport you're talking about, but there is trial and tribulation no matter where you go. The with thing that anything. made me just most up is this how bad we played defense against Detroit yeah. and how it carried over to this game. Yeah. Absolutely. It was like nothing no changed defensively. But you know what, man? Like, so at least we're seeing, but. we're still seeing good things. Oh, yeah. The fact and that we, the fact that we scored one, th- we've scored 100 points a lot more recently. Yes. Which is huge. Because exactly. I started, like, at, at half court offense looked a lot better since Pascal's been back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's go back around game thoughts. Yeah, sure. So what I have for the Philly game is I think Chris did great. His best game of the year. Yeah, I think uh, Chris did exactly, (laughs) exactly what we want him to do. Exactly. He hit like one three and it was wide open. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) 
We love know? to see it though. Exactly. I think he took another yeah. three but missed it Lana, too. And it was a one, one for three. three. Yeah. Not fine though. Um, oh, yeah. I think we played well as a team during that game. I think because even though we're playing bad defense uh, and we are still creating on offense, but we still we're not getting frustrated with each other. We're still communicating. You know, we're still yeah. having faith in in each other, and I think that's great. We're still um, being generous of the ball and trusting each other as teammates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred and Gary shooting was amazing. Oh, Fred uh, was insane. Just ridiculous, game, man. Like insane. Because Fred honestly wasn't really making those shots two years ago. So he just wasn't he, as confident. No, and, and it wasn't. He wasn't that role player, right? Like it, there was Kyle out there doing that sort of stuff, and now Fred seeing him step into the spot like this at 27 years old being the quote-unquote veteran on the team um it's amazing it's so cool to see that and he's actually hitting these shots now like consistently fred, which is uh, great fred, fred kept us in the game like this is a blow to fred uh his first his first quarter he had 15 points and he like totally settled us down because mm-hmm. it looked really choppy mm-hmm. well it looked, the whole game was really choppy and fred was kind of always there as a stabilizing force throughout the game whether it be that last shot down the stretch or like coming out of the gates like okay i'm gonna go get 15 three assists like we, we lose that game like we get killed that game without fred just the presence he has on the floor with if you're especially missing pascal and cam birch yeah the, the two other like steady uh veterans like he totally just settled the you team what, down and <clears throat> to be honest fred I know you like him off ball, but to be honest, he's good both ways. Oh, yeah, like, 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 he That's he why is. he's such a threat because when it, yeah. when he is off ball, people forget that he's a threat off that's what, ball. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like him off ball. And also, him being off ball gives like Scotty yes. more opportunity. He's better on ball. He's, he's clearly it's better true. on And ball, if we want Scotty like to be kind of the the uh, archetypal point guard player, that like him and Delano are sort of yeah. what we're looking for, then... We want Scotty to have those those possessions as yeah. the main. Yeah. Um, I, just, I like I like handle. Fred as this off ball more for the team's sake. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Fred still is the best oh, yeah. creator oh. on the team by far. Like for other teammates. Yeah, you know what I mean. Playmaker, playmaker. Yeah, playmaker. Like he just he is that guy. So we do need him with the ball. Yeah. Um, Tyrese Maxey had thirty three points. Dude, I, I haven't oh, I haven't written down. I, shout, I wrote shout out to Tyrese Maxey who just. Destroyed Bro, us, man. He torched not, us out there, dude. Our, our perimeter defense was so bad uh, against him. He was getting into the floater range and the mid range so so easily. many layups on us. So many just layups. Like, I don't uh, think we. I don't think we tried that hard against him. We no. saw, oh, Tyrese Max, he had 15 points. He was. I mean, but, as much as like I love, I love Fred. His defense in this in the Philly game and the Portland game, like he was having a lot of trouble containing the yeah, dribble. Not good. Yeah, which is which is very unlike him. So I'm not that worried, but. Just unlike him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Precious did a good job as well. I think he had His a lot defense of defensive really play, good. really yeah, great yeah. defensive plays. I'm I think I'm so I want to talk about Precious a little bit because I'm so back and forth on him, dude. Like he had a very good defensive game and his, his stats look good. He was also one for ten from the field. I know, like, he did, but he was. The thing is, is that it's like okay, well, those are two very different sides of the court, yeah. right? Defense is very different from offense, and what Precious can do on defense is very different than what he can but do like, on I'm, offense. I'm just saying, like, does that make up for how bad his offense is? Like his offense. No, absolutely. Is I don't. I, at this point, at this point, I don't necessarily think it does. Maybe it depends on the lineup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because because he's not the main guy who you want taking shots anyways. No, but, but you, like for example, one a- a area where he is a liability, and we've talked about this before, is his screens. He doesn't set yeah. very good screens. No, he's a really bad screen. He always slips. Especially compared to Birch. Birch yeah. is it's really solid screens. Exactly. And it's like, okay, well, if we if we do need you on offense, like if we, sorry, if we need you on defense, yeah. what we're going to have to get from you producing at the offensive side is good screens. And offensive man. rebounds. And offensive rebounds. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we need you to do, right? I, like, yeah. we don't need you to be that guy who's going, like, why are you taking 10 shots anyways? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's. And it. then, like, 
And if the 10 shots were just like, you just missed some bunnies, then okay, you can forgive that. But like, mm. I just don't like the, like when he's like running the ball from transition, like oh, get it to a ball handler, yeah, like, yeah. run the court and it'll be, it'll be a way easier shot for you if you're running the court or mm. your teammates can have an easy. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. I hate, I hate when he but does But you know, that, I man. definitely think it has to do a lot with how Precious has played pre and outside of the NBA. Because I think on, like as an example, playing for Nigeria, like he's the main guy yeah. on the Nigerian team. Yeah, like, he has there's a he, lot of reps. Exactly. And then even Summer League, he was doing the exact thing he's doing now in Summer League, but he's like, you know, was working. Exactly. And he's exactly. also, wait, in Summer League, you're more athletic than everyone. In the NBA, like, everyone's really athletic, yeah. right? So Exactly. I think he's got to adjust to that. Beast, yeah. And they know this too. Yeah. They know yes. this. Yeah. Um, there was nobody who I had like any huge complaints about, to nope. be honest. I think just our defense isn't entirely sucked, but like, do I like, like, uh, do I think there wasn't good defensive plays and no, like, absolutely. And do I think there was one person particularly lacking on defense? Not really. I think we all were playing pretty shitty. Um, I think yeah. it was a very gritty game overall. Oh, it, it was not like um, a, was, an enjoyable a, watch. No, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a, it was a fight to the death type game. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but here's some interesting statistics I wanted to bring up from this game. So Fred, OG, Scotty, Gary, Chris, and Svee all shot above 40%, mm -hmm. uh, with Chris being actually 7 of 12 from the field, yeah. which is pretty good. How many how many dunks did he have? I don't know how many dunks. I didn't I didn't get that one down. But uh and and even saying okay, so I'm saying above 40% from the field, but there was there was a lot of high 40s, high 40s in yeah, that sure, in that. Yeah. And that's uh, Fred, OG, Scotty, Gary, Chris, and that's six guys who are all shooting forty over forty percent that Fred game shot fifty percent exactly, which is which is fucking not normal awesome. for Fred. So that's really nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> Fred shot fifty four percent from three. Imagine six five foot three and shooting fifty percent in the NBA. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous! Shoot, he's always like flirting with the thirties. So um, I said five foot three. Oh, he's getting shorter again. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry, I missed that. He lost no, the five My joke's ruined. It's fine. <laughs> my just, just, I didn't hear that. I, I, sorry, I thought you said something 53 or something. It's fine. I'm over. I'm over. Um, <laughs> so 54% from three, six of 11 for Fred. Uh, OG was 50% from three. It was only two of four, but still. And uh, Gary was 44% from three, four of nine, man. Like, perfect, man. We yeah. want Gary, like, okay. Those are your three shooters. Exactly, exactly. Um, so that was that was awesome. And then uh, Gary had two steals mm -hmm. that game. Great. Good for Gary. Awesome. I think any game where he's getting steals, I think that's like a, a compliment, uh, supplementing his defense, yeah. you know? Sure. Um, I just had two steals and three blocks this game. Precious. Yeah, he, he, wow. has, he has a nice blocks against Drummond. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, I yeah. mean, that isn't like Drummond's a pretty bad player around the basket, but still, it's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. to get, to and he's a big guy. Yeah. Right. And especially because we don't have a traditional center, too. No. Um, I think Chris, Chris for this game is the guy who stood out to me, right? He had 17 yeah. points, uh, six rebounds, and two blocks in only 24 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, right? Is that he only played 24 minutes. So he he played like half the game. Yep. Right. So and whereas he was running the we're floor. getting Fred playing forty minutes a game. Like he played forty That's minutes. I think That's, yeah. he's gonna get hurt. So I mean, he gets hurt every year. I honestly want to start incorporating Malachi in more, but oh, whatever. Not plays, I <laughs> but uh, but that's because he isn't getting minutes, uh, man. Like, that's true. Uh, to get into a flow. Yeah. Especially yeah. when Fred like the Detroit game. I don't know why he didn't get more minutes. I, I don't mean, know, man. I think maybe because he's been he's been on the team for longer than somebody like Delano. So I feel like they're trying to but maybe not that long. You know, he, like he's only I been guess. here for like he's only played like what like thirty or forty was, games. He was rookie last year. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess it's just weird. Yeah. Um, but him and Malachi are the same age, so maybe he's trying to get more reps in for because Malachi did get a lot of reps last year. Yeah, yeah you know? he did. Um, 
Oh, they're good reps too. That's why I was putting yeah. surprised, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, and then again, shout out to Tyrese Maxey because he fucking torched us. Yeah, he killed so us. that's all I have written for my game thoughts. For you covered though. all my thoughts, man. Mm, me too. Yeah. So now, Matt, now to the else. depressing games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Um, okay, so very annoying game. So I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm going to start by saying we were 20 for 31 from the free throw line this game. Oh, yeah. Um, Oof. And, and, and you just still be able to beat Detroit going 20 for 31. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, <laughs> As much as I want to complain about the refing, we're, we were given so many opportunities that game. Yeah. And we missed 11 yeah, they, they, they didn't lose because of the refing. Um, something I want to start by saying, though, is that I'm really happy with how Pascal played this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, offensively. offensively. Yeah. I'm really happy with the offense's game. The offense looked great. And like I'm, I've been worried because last week we, we slandered Pascal a bit. Um, we did, we did. Yeah. But but you know what to be, man? He fucking he, he deserved, deserved it, man. Last week. Yeah, he, he absolutely last week. deserved did it. Did he though? He didn't yes, just come he back. did. <laughs> yeah, but 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 to be honest, man, like made, like it was the, the low IQ plays yeah. that he was making. He had like three and turnovers in like two minutes. That's one true. Game that's true. Okay. And that's what pissed us off. Because yeah. and and like uh, should, the best player should not be doing that. Did not did Will uh, Will Lou not fucking tear into him too? Not really. No. Well, sorry. I'm not I'm not tearing into Pascal for another two weeks. Or I'm not tearing into him. Until he plays bad, but I am. Well, um. it was just—it was just one of those things. It was like, okay, well, yeah. If we look at this in context, like Pascal is supposed to be the main guy on the team, right? Like, I mean, we, it's not necessarily just, like I, we want him on the main guy on the team, but he's he, supposed to be that guy. So you expect him to come back in, even if he doesn't score a whole lot. You do expect certain things from him that are supposed to be consistent as he, an NBA player. He only scored seven points against Boston and had like four turnovers. Yeah, but he only took seven shots. Yeah, we should take more shots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, anyway, he, he was awesome. He was Detroit, amazing you know. this game. He uh, he had well, he took he took he took our advice. Yeah, like we, what, he, wa- what, he watched what, the pod. He, he was the like, podcast. man, yeah. man, I had him bad. You're right, guys. What we, what we did, but we what we did tell him to do in the podcast was you need to start taking a back seat. You need to start flowing into the offense and trusting your guys. You. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what he did. Alvin Williams said this too. He, he was talking about Pascal and I wrote this down. He said that you can't force the game to yourself. You've got to let no. the get. And that was the whole, he you. did it all year last year. Exactly. He was forced the entire time. 100%. Um, which he was is trying so, so nice. He was trying so hard to be the, the Pascal he was that all-star year. And, and they yes. had no talent yeah. around him last year yeah. too. Yeah. So no, just, but that's, that's the thing yeah. is that what we saw differently from Pascal in this game was the fact that, and Jack and De- and Matt both made a comment about this was that he's he was giving the ball to Gary he's giving the ball to Sfee yep. he's giving the ball to these guys clearly trusting them exactly and, and, he's getting and, the back and that's and he's what's getting, making the difference he's being more of a leader too is like um I, I forget who it was Delano or it was, it was a it was like a role player like not a starter uh, who made a mistake or something and he went and put his arm around him and started talking to them during. Oh yes, it was out. it was Delano it was because Delano, he, Delano yeah. made it it was a foul but it was a dumb call I think and it, yeah. and it. Uh, but it, yeah, I remember Pascal was. And it's like I've never seen him that. do that before. And He's like yeah. really becoming a leader. I, I think Pascal's burst looks really good. Yeah, like, I think you can see because his yeah. arm's been. Like it was an yeah. arm injury, right? So he's been working on his like, shoulders. Athletic. Three point yeah. shots looking good his, too. Oh, he had that one uh, top of the key three, like that deep top of the mm-hmm. key three, like that looked. Yeah. And down yeah, the stretch, yeah. he had one where uh, like a Smooth. jab step, like he just looked. His he looks comfortable. Shot looks he, really looks, he looks real comfortable. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that mid-range word. shot, and confident. Yeah. yeah, and that mid-range shot really developed last year, and it, it's looked awesome uh, in these last two games this week that he played. Like, yeah, yeah, he looked really. And I like that he. I love that one and one he had against Sadiq Bay down the stretch. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The only thing you can like the defense will get into later about him, but I mean the free throws, yeah, but like 
Whatever. Pascal shot pretty good from the free throw line, I'm pretty sure. Not that at the Detroit game. He was five for nine in the Detroit game. He was four, yeah. Mm. Um, the whole team, though, 20 for 31. Yeah, and, and that shouldn't, like, there's a bigger issue. Is that why we're, yeah. you know, like, like you should still be able to beat Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to shoot 10 for 31 and still beat Detroit, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, Pascal. So he had 25 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists this game. It was something else huge with this game. So we just mentioned how, um, how everybody's just playing equally, right? There's not a standout guy, which is what we want. Yeah. This game. Gary shot 16 shots. Scotty shot 10. OG 14. Pascal 14. Goran wow. 12. That's so Ooh. balanced, right? Yeah. I love to see that. Yeah, and, and that, that, that continued on to the next game, too. It did, yeah. yeah. That's what we want, too, man. Like, Because it's, it's so much harder to play defense on teams where everybody can put up shots. So everybody's a threat. Everyone's a threat. Everyone's exactly. a threat. And so, and you never know. And see, and Jack talks about this all the time, is that... The, uh, the goal is, is that, and this is one thing that we were hoping Pascal would fit into, and now I think he's buying into this, is that this is not a team like where you're going to have a Kyrie Irving, where he's he wants like 35 points a night. You know what I mean? And he can go get it. And he wants, exactly, exactly. This is not that team. What no. we want is, shoot, maybe Fred shows up this game. Maybe Pascal shows up. Maybe Gary. Maybe Svi. Maybe anybody. It could be literally be anybody. That's That's... When we're at our best, when we're just we're that's, we that's don't have the a certain goal. guy. Yeah, and even the, even when we had Kawhi, like we were still a really all around team, right? Kawhi sat out for a whole. He sat out twenty two games. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a whole bunch of that. But season. even when Kawhi was playing too, like there would be games that he'd shoot fifteen shots, Pascal would shoot seventeen, mm-hmm. Kawhi would shoot sixteen. The only I mean? the only time this philosophy though hurts is at the end of the game. Yeah, because yeah. in close games we don't have you a almost closer. you need like that's why we have Fred. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we need Fred. Fred has been doing that lately, but like it's not. You can't trust him to do it. You can't get Fred in isolation against. A good defender, yeah. and, ex- and, that, and I that's feel like you need somebody play. with a bit more size. You need like a Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need somebody who's who can really get it done from all areas. Yeah. Like just, you said, a, you can't trust Fred inside at the cru- at crucial minutes, or, or like in the mid post. You can't post get Fred to look like the, our two guys that can do that are OG and Pascal, but they're yeah. not. But you, they're not, they're not, not they're the not, person you no. want to look at is Scotty. I think eventually, eventually. I'm not saying not this year. I'm saying I'm saying looking forward down the road, this person who you. Maybe want that person to be yeah. is, is Scotty or Paulo uh, Banchero. <laughs> no, we're not gonna be that bad. <laughs> um, I think though, uh, like Demar Derozan is le- legit. It's exactly what you want. Sure. Yeah. yeah. This, closer, season, yeah. this season, yeah. he's been so good. I want to say that he, he, I love Demar this season. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, but he, really this is what he's doing in, in Toronto, and now he's, he's getting MVP buzz because in Chicago it, now. And, and he's better. Pl- in, he's at least better though than he wasn't. He's a better playmaker than he was in Toronto. Yes, he is. But well, still, the, the like, Chicago team is a. Uh, they're going over his. his Scoring, that's yeah, what they're going crazy. yeah, that's exactly. what he's doing in Toronto. But yeah. see, and that's something all the time, yeah. that I'm so happy to see Demar doing in Chicago. So Chicago's a very hot, like they're a scoring team, man. Like they, oh, they yeah. got that's Zach cool. Levine, they've got Vucevic. Lonzo, they've Lonzo. got Demar. Like these are scoring guys. These are the three main scoring Vucevic too. Vucevic. guys. Exactly, exactly. And when you've got those guys on the team, and even you could arguably say Alex Caruso as well. I mean, more so, I think his defense is what they really, really appreciate. Kobe, him for. Kobe White. He averaged like 16 a game. Yeah. Exactly, man. And uh, it's a he- it's a high, a heavily scoring team. That's what it's yeah. that's what it's really uh, really all about there. So just, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's it's. I think Demar fits very well with that Chicago sure. team. It's yeah. great to see him in Chicago. Yeah. Um, I think it was a waste of time on the Spurs. Like, like you got better though. On the his playmaking, oh, his, play, yeah, his no, no, playmaking, no. so much I, better. I, than the Spurs. I think so too. I think so too. I'm not. I'm just saying that. Oh, for him, it's not no, a, yeah. like it's <laughs> it's not a successful franchise right now. I don't no. think he would want to end his career there. No, they're not know. going. They're they're a youth movement right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, just fine. Some other big things I wanted to mention. So, I want to talk more about the starting lineup because we don't have a center, and I don't think it's working what we're doing right now. 
Pascal cannot well, guard five. Scotty okay. can't guard five. Let's, let's, let's table this okay. until but, the end because this is going to touch on my next okay, my question. Sure. Okay, but I just okay. want to mention okay. is that Isaiah Stewart had a career high against us, and Isaiah Stewart should not be having career highs against us. So no, no, he's a good player. He's, he's not even that big. No, he's six nine. No, he's the same so, size as Preston Chua. It's it. I I. That can't. We need. We need to change the upstairs. <laughs> Pas, Pascal, some, OG, and Scotty can't be. I have some differing thoughts, but yeah, we'll get we'll, that one. We'll get it. Yeah, on, if you yeah. want to table that, we will absolutely table that. I. Uh, all right. I guess we can go to mine then, if you yeah. want. Yep. Um. Like I don't have all my takeaways from this game. Are I mean, there's not. It's it's the it's I mean it's the same themes from the Detroit game. It's containing like what we're gonna get into later. It's containing the dribble drive. Um. One thing I would like to touch on though is, I mean the once again very balanced scoring throughout the game. Once again, though, the, the end of the game offense, a lot of that is just like I love seeing Scotty Barnes just make mistakes because like yeah. you're not going to improve not making mistakes. And, and yeah. the thing is, is and and I think Jack mentioned this as well, is that when Scotty makes a mistake, you rarely, almost never, I don't think I've ever seen it get down on him. No, he gets back on no. Exactly. Yep. And that's what you love to see. And that's what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast was the inherent and just beginning of us talking about the Raptors in general was this, this his inherent energy that that is very positive yeah, you know i think positive. he knows in his head that he can be a superstar caliber player oh for sure but it he doesn't let that affect him in a negative way he doesn't get a big right? head Giannis, exactly. Giannis is the same mindset we talked about all the free throws he's airballed he's like well you know like I, you have to go through that as a star exactly. player right? that's You're, how you learn and i'm sure scotty would scotty upon criticism of himself would say yeah i should be shooting more yeah. actually there's things i should be doing more and I, my defense like you said off ball defense is still not not great um and uh, his defense in general is decent. Well, I thought his defense for this a twenty-year-old. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. This is game, that, I thought. Uh, I think by the, the end of the season, we're going to see a, com- a completely different Scotty yeah. Barnes. Like, it's, just, it's, just, it's just recognizing plays. And I thought in the beginning of the game, he did a good job on Nurkic, which I was very surprised that he was matched up with him. Um, and then he had a couple like throughout the game. Whenever not in the end of the game, because he got kind of cooked at the end. But in like the second and third quarter, he had a lot of possessions on primarily CJ. And he did a really good job, like navigating the screens and getting mm. over screens, which is like you have to get over the screen on CJ McCollum because mm-hmm. he's one of the best pull-up yeah, shooters in the league. Yeah, exactly. And for a guy that CJ did make a lot. Oh yeah, of I mean he's, 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 oh a, he's a great scorer. But Scotty, like, it's very sad for a six-nine guy to be able to slip over screens like he did. I thought that was really like I thought that was just like wow, like that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. It's so rare. You know, no, we like, should shout so out to shout out to Norman Powell. He actually played pretty well this game, yeah, right? Gary, Gary, Gary played Gary him. Played well. him. <laughs> no, Gary. <laughs> no, I remember there was lots of talk who won the trade, blah blah blah. Um I think Norman Both teams won. Norman think, had an old. Oh, that's what that's what Norman's been. What he did against us. That's what he's been doing them. Yeah, Portland. and that's that's what Portland wanted though. Yep. Is they wanted a guy who's more more advanced if they want to make that playoff yep. run because they yep. know Damon CJ are getting older and they know that Gary Trent Jr. is not that guy right now and nope. Gary he needs to be on a developing team. So they needed a guy like Norman who's going to come in there. He's what? How old is he's 26, 26, 27? Exactly. Yeah. More advanced. Yeah, I think he supplements that Portland team really well. Sure. I mean, I don't think I've seen him really shoot it from three very much, but uh, I think he's, he's, a good, he's a good cutter, and, great cutter, yeah, and yeah. I think he gets a lot of really um he can create his own gritty shot. buckets yeah and creates his own he's shot so strong and yeah really athletic exactly and he's he knows he's not he's not he wasn't expected to be the guy no, on third portland. option exactly yeah. and and that's who they portland needs right now and that's who they want and i think that i think portland's fine with their decision to to get normal yeah, yeah. I, I think both teams won that trade yeah yeah the, it, it, both teams are at a point in their we knew timeline was good too yeah. Like, oh, yeah both teams are at a point in their timeline where the younger player benefit toronto and the older player Benefited uh, Portland. Exactly. Um, something else can we kind of bring this up? Do you guys see Cody Zeller's hair? No. Oh, is he it bald? Is, 
No. no. I thought he was bald. Well, he balding. He, he balding. <laughs> dude, it, it's, le- it's, it's like, legit. No. It's legit, dude. Grandfather is nothing here, but it's all on the sides. Uh, that's what oh. Alex Crusoe had there for a while. Just shave just, your head, man. Uh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's bad. Are you guys looking at his hair? Oh, yeah. He, he's a... Uh... Look at this right here, right here. Wow, yeah, he uh, he's looking old. Oh my god. <laughs> How show, old is he? He can't even be th- I can't. He can't uh, even be 30 like um, or he might be 30. No, he's not 30, I don't think. Man, that is uh Cody Zeller hair. I feel like why is this He's 29. Wow. Yeah. Why, why do I feel like He's been balding for a while now too. This is this is just a personal personal observation, but why yeah. do I feel like it's like all the white dudes in the NBA are bald or remote or lots yeah. of them. Yeah. Gordon, the Gordon Hayward, yeah. Gordon Hayward does some nice hair. Yeah, well, and and so does. There's a couple of select few, but Mason there's Plumlee. a decent a decent <laughs> amount of the white guys in the NBA <laughs> all are balding, and I'm like, yeah. Joe Engel. They're just so stressed, hey. I, I don't know, like. <laughs> I guess yeah. They're all like they all look old too. We like, should find that statistic percentage Joe, of white men in the NBA who are balding. Like they, they all look way older than me. And than Kevin Love has got a good had a hair on I himself, guess, and yeah. Goran Dragic still does too. But it's 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 the it's not the uh, it's, it's a big white center. It's not the the the. <laughs> The European the guys. European yeah, guys. No, it's, it's the American it's guys. guys. The American guys are going bald, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, I guess we have exceptions for Tyler Hero and. Uh, oh, he, no, give, give Tyler, Tyler Hero's like 20. Give, yeah, yeah, yeah give, exactly. Give Tyler Hero. Uh, oh, man. That, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's like, uh, it's bald in the back and then bald here in the front, man. It's like, it's it's like a T. It's like a little bridge. Yeah, oh, that's it's disgusting. He's got a headband. Just go bald. Or, uh, or uh, like yeah, here, headphones. It looks like it looks like there's nothing on top just all in the side. Oh, uh, yeah. Cringe. Cody, Cody. Cringe. Oh, that, that, Cody, that, if you're all, watching. That, that's what we lost. The guys were just like so just thrown <laughs> off by his hair. And, Cody, if you're watching, uh, do yourself a favor, man. Explain do you think that some of these guys would get onto that? Okay. Let's take a little diversion, all right? I want to, I want to talk about cornrow hair later, though. What? <laughs> I'm well, I don't think it's... If you want to get a hair transplant, I can understand why you'd want to do that. LeBron's I think, basically going. Exactly, man. I think, you, like, I think you did. Yeah. Under the table. Oh, yeah. Man, and uh, who, who? somebody who shamelessly got a hair transplant was a football player, or, or he's a commentator now. Uh, he's he Just recently, he was in the news because uh, he went to watch his son's game. He was in a wheelchair. He's at a... Oh, man. He... <laughs> it's just gonna be black I guys. I don't know any old. Oh players. man! Oh fuck! This pisses me off. Everyone's gonna know who I'm talking about. John but, Stamos. No, no. Um, <laughs> That's all I know. But uh, anyways, this is football NFL ex NFL player. He's like an announcer or stuff. But he's a he's shamelessly like he's like yeah I got a hair transplant and it looks great. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, I I, let's judge. let's stop no. let's stop like like shaming people for wanting to get a hair transplant. I wouldn't like, judge someone for wearing a wig. So I'm yeah, exactly. And if you want hair and think think it looks better <laughs> yeah. on yourself, then why not? I want to keep my hair. Yeah. Hey, like, remember when Carlos Boozer I like my hair. Yeah, like drew his hair on. Yeah, Carlos Boozer. No, that looked oh, bad. That yeah, looked bad. I judged the, right, I judged the, right the shit out of but that. But like that the technology horrible. that you have to, it's expensive. I think it's like five or six thousand dollars to get like a real oh, these guys are hair rich, transplant. These but guys um, are rich, rich though. But oh, do you yeah. guys, okay, do you guys know who Adam Twenty Two is? No. Oh, from No Jumper. I think. No. Oh, that's bad. I've seen that meme. Yeah. I've seen that meme. But uh, I've heard the name Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper. Um, he fully admits that he's got a, a hair transplant, and his hair looks fucking great. Not, nothing man. wrong like, with that. Exactly. Like. Who cares, man? It's literally your hair. Like, <laughs> if you want a transplant, great. If you don't want it, shave fine. It but it, shave it, it, it off. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Just shave off your not look freaking good, bald ass head, dude. Yeah. Oh my lord. Okay. Basketball. <laughs> yeah. Back to basketball. So over the week. Are we on, wait? Are we, done, we, we, are we finished game? with the? I've got my thoughts. I just, it just, I, I want to talk about how back and forth it was in the fourth quarter. 
Well, it was, cra- it was, that it was, was stressful. Like 10 a run versus 8 a run, then 8 a run, then 7 that's a run. That's true. Oh, we came back real quick. No, yeah, like that's four minutes twice. Left. Twice yeah. we did. Oh, <laughs> unreal, yeah. unreal. When I, I thought Portland had game. it in the bag. Yeah. I thought Portland had it in no, the bag. After that start like of the quarter, minutes? I was like, should I just turn the game off? I was so mad. I was like, should I turn the game off now, bro? Like, <laughs> and then, then we came back, and I, my emotions, dude, I was like, I was like, okay, we're going to do it. Then they went another run. It was motion roller coaster. Yeah, man. I it was, like, man. It was an absolute was roller coaster. Yeah. Um, so but there were great things to take away from this game. Um, final game thoughts, but I just want to say this. Wait, okay, what, what did we table again? Um, the defense. Oh, wait, it was something that you said. But the, the was, center, the center and the defense. Yes. yes. Okay, let's talk about this right now. Okay. okay. So, what is your thought on this, Elias? It doesn't work. It clearly does not work, dude. Oh. I really would like the idea of putting Gary in the bench. I really, really like that idea yeah, so much. And I start Kem Birch because we're starting. So you want to start Kem? I want. I want to go Fred, Scotty, OG, Pascal, Kem. Okay, interesting. Um, and I don't see why not. To be honest, I think because so where would you we, have Pascal? At the four. Okay. Um, we just we don't have a spark plug either off the bench, and Gary would fit that so well. And our That's closing true. our closing lineup would be our starting lineup now. Where is not big enough, and it's just, it's such a noticeable liability, and like the rebounding, like I mean, I know it's like we talked about this last time, where it's like a philosophy where we don't need to get defensive rebounds, but we need to get more than what we're getting. Yeah, yeah. we it's do. It's losing us games, and um, I think part of the problem with the defense might be it also, but something's got to change. I think that's got that's got to change. Yeah, that's got to change when when we get into the defensive scheme. Like that's got to be part of it. Play a little more conservative and low. Like yeah, because big man to do. Oh, wait, were you, were you exactly saying table this until your question well, came no, around? It'll, it'll be part of my question later on. We'll see. Oh, okay. So then let's move on. Then. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. because I my question leads into your question yeah, okay, kind yeah. of as well. Our and, questions are kind of the same. Because yeah, so, yeah, and and I think I'd like to talk uh, with both of you, but I think Sam and I might share some similar ideas about maybe why we disagree with you a little bit there on the de- okay. on the defensive philosophy. Sure. Um, yeah. But anyways, okay. So we're moving on to performer of the week. Yep. Um, I, I don't have mine written down, but I do have one in my head. Um, but who want, who would like to go for Sam? I, uh, yeah, I, I, went, I went, he only played two games, but I went with Pascal. I, uh, oh, of course okay. he did. Uh, I'll say, uh, Pascal <laughs> yeah. on the offensive end. He had, a good, um, he had a good week. Yeah. He like his offense and those and like his scoring, his, yeah. his passing was really good in the Detroit and the, uh, trailblazers game. And he's really taken like. A communal approach mm-hmm. to scoring, seat. yeah, like yeah. trending in the direction Not even we want to see, but like well, just, the uh, same. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and that, I, it really is promising to me because I know Pascal's defense is going to get back on track when his conditioning, his rhythm is all there, um, and the fact that his offense has looked really good and his three point shot has looked really good is like that is the stuff I really wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And the defense, I know he can get there. Um, but yeah, really promising week from him. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that's a great pick, Pascal. Yeah. We had a conversation about this, and it was where are we get where Pascal is at a crossroads. You know, which direction is he gonna yeah. go? Is he gonna start keep isoing himself? Is he gonna? And that's the thing. The, <laughs> the first the two iso- games looked like last season, Pascal. That's yeah. what made me so upset. Cause I I'm not gonna lie, I hated last season, yeah, Pascal. Exactly. And I me too. Him. Me too. It was very frustrating to yeah. watch, and I think that's why there was the Nick Nurse Pascal beef and. I wouldn't even say. I think people blew it up bigger than it was. I don't really yeah, think just it was being that. Guys being competitive. Yeah, yeah, it was, and I think that Nick Nurse was trying to push Pascal, and Pascal got really was, was really frustrated with himself and frustrated with yeah. with Nick saying that he can do better. He's like, I'm trying my hardest. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think it's one of those sorts of things. Um, but you know, Nick is always dapping up Pascal, yeah. and oh and yeah, it's, no, they're, they're fine. It's friend. It's friendly. But um, I I like that pick, Sam, just because um, I'm impressed with Pascal because I think 
we're seeing what we want to see out of him, not necessarily on the defensive end. I think he's probably just really tired. I <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I, I think, yeah, we're, we're seeing Pascal's game trending in the, in the right direction. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, my play of the week is Gary Trent Jr. Um, he just had such a solid, consistent week. And something that I love about him is that every time he shoots, I have no, like, I always think it's going to go in. Yeah. It's, it's so solid. If it's contested, if it's not, he takes a smart shot all the time. Um, I just have some stats here. He had, he had 20 points against Philly, 23 against Detroit, 18 against Portland. It's always quiet, too. Mm-hmm. You never within know he offense. had 23 points. It's just within the offense. Yeah. He gets the ball, he shoots it, he fakes it, pulls up mid-range. It's so consistent. Um, he shot 50% against Portland and Philly, and or against Portland and uh, Detroit, and then 7 for 16 against Philly. Um, did his thing on defense. I thought he was he was probably the only positive defender I saw this week every game, like consistent positive defender. Um, he still was just as aggressive as he always is, and I really like seeing that from him. Um, another reason why I like to see him come off the bench. But, um, yeah, anyway, not much else to say about that. Just really consistent um, and solid. Yeah. My pick was also Gary. Mm-hmm. I think um, – the because the, the the talk last year was that Gary is inconsistent. He's a good shooter, but he can't do it all the he time. He had like a forty-one point game, then he had a nine-point game or something. Exactly, yeah. and and uh, man, I think people just people love to just grab on to headlines and grab on to the first thing that they like to hear and stuff. And oh, is Gary going to be this or going to be that? And it's like, man, no team in the NBA, well, almost no team in the NBA gets young players to not develop them. You know what I mean? And to not have them turn into amazing players. Yeah. Most guys in the NBA, it's like, the like 80% of the dudes in the NBA have to work really hard to get where they're at. More than yeah. yeah. 95%. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. man. Like there's, there's a lot of guys who really don't even start, start showing up until, like uh, uh, here's a perfect example. is uh, And just because he's Canadian, I just remember him, is Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles comes in the NBA. This guy's like scoring two points a game. Now almost he's contributing almost 10 points a game. Solid, lo- solid stat line not, for Not Detroit. worth Donovan Mitchell, though, but. What's that? <laughs> not worth that Donovan Mitchell trade, though. But that's what they traded Donovan Mitchell for. On really? Draft night. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Denver traded uh, to their, their rights to that pick for Donovan Mitchell for Trey Lyles. That's too bad. But, but no, yeah. Trey yeah. Tri- Lyles is not a bust. He looks like, a real, a, bust. He looks like a real NBA player. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does. And, he and being from Saskatoon, shout out yeah. Trey Lyles. <laughs> but uh, but the only reason why I want to bring it up, bring him up was just because like there's most of the players that you see in the NBA have to really grind to be good and contribute oh, yeah. to the teams, right? Yeah. So when you got a guy like Gary Trent Jr. who has that potential, the Raptors are getting him because specifically he has that potential. And it is it is almost no... It is a perfect storm because Gary believes that he's being chosen because of that potential. So then he's going to... It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Somebody expects you to be a certain way and get you because of that. And then you also have a faith in yourself that that is who you're going to be. And then you get the perfect opportunity to be that guy. Yep. And now he and starts I, playing I, I that love, role. I love how he's playing within the offense. He's not... Because I don't think he needs to go be high usage scorer no. and that like that if he that's, can be some games why not no yeah but, but like that's not be. his role yeah. like, that's not when he's at his best he's I at his best when he's attacking um advantages created for him in the defense hitting mid-range shots hitting the open three mm-hmm. i think the reason why the raptors aside from last year are always a really good team because we're always thinking ahead we're always mm-hmm. look, we're always looking at the potential of the players we have not looking at what they have right now yes um so we always have a game we're the only for one the of the only teams and i think we are kind of the only team um, and now other teams are following suit within the last like probably two years is getting players up from the 905 mm-hmm. and using because a lot of people have their G League teams but they or don't even pay attention to them. We, like, we utilize our G League team way better than anybody else. In the oh league. yeah, way it, better. It's, it's like a concerted effort. Well, yeah. and I think um, 
I think that Masai was in Denver before yep. he came to Toronto. And I think that they didn't necessarily really buy into what he was really trying to do. And then as soon as he got to Toronto and he and uh, kind of gives this idea, because we listen, like we weren't really developing players from the 905, um, you know, in like 2013. It wasn't a thing then, until Masai got No, it wasn't there. until no, like, was when we were first starting to be fan, like real fans. Well, I mean, maybe you longer than uh, me and Elias, but it was like 2013 when we really started yep. paying attention. That was kind the of the year. Yep. Exactly. That's the, I was that, that was that year. Exactly. And um, before, but yeah. But but the idea was that, you know, like we like even we weren't really doing that. And now Masai comes in with this idea of of taking in these players, and it's like give them these playing time, and then give them minutes to to because it's when you give G League players a uh, goal that they could set for themselves, right? Something to look forward to because a lot of G League players, or most of them out there, are playing in the G League and think to themselves like, oh, this is my career, and I'm going Fred, to Europe. Exactly. Fred talked to us in an interview I listened to. Where uh, he used it, this motivation so much, the G League, where he's like, I don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. I want to get up there. But the only way I'm going to get up there is to do really well here. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. And now he's he's pushing that other G League guys. Yeah. Who are, who are, like, that's what he said. He said, that's what I'm trying to push in these other younger guys that are down. He talks to the G League teams a lot. Yeah. And he like what he said, though, he was uh, he's like, I, I talked to all these young guys that are down on themselves for being in the G League. And I'm saying, no, man, like you got to use that. You got to grind in there. It's, it's, part of the, it's part of how it goes. And, and then, the, the Raptor, the 905 won the won the G League championship. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and they finished. Boucher, I think, won, Boucher won MVP of the G League yeah, <laughs> and Defense Player of the Year. Exactly. It's yeah. like it's like uh, the philosophy is is that you know if we start creating a better culture of basketball in every facet of areas where you basketball exists, mm -hmm. we can now start developing basketball entirely and get everyone better. Yeah. Everyone, if we lift everyone up, and you're starting to see other teams. Uh, bring in players from the G League and start doing this developing thing. And I Toronto started it, man. And they truly did. And people say, oh, the Raptors draft so well, which like we do. But I think it's just the more our development is so good. We draft strategically. Yeah, but I'm and saying like I, I think it's yeah. more just our, our development is so good that mm -hmm. it makes our drafts look so good. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like another team, like we drafted Norm Powell 46 and look who he is now. But other, another team could have taken him 46 and he wouldn't be who he is now because they wouldn't yeah. have him no, as well. No exactly. way. Yeah. No way. They wouldn't give him the minutes. They wouldn't give him the opportunities. And, and one thing that you love about the Raptors is that They'll put a guy like Delano Banton in <laughs> go play for the Nor 905. Norman, Norman like his rookie year bucks. played in the played in the playoffs. His rookie year and had that crazy oh, yeah. run against Indiana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was playing in the G, in the G League that year though. Yeah, yeah. Un unbelievable. So okay, move on. Moving on from Player of the Week. Or what do we questions. have next? Questions. Yeah. So you guys are tied. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want me to go last? Yeah, yeah you, you go first. Yeah, you okay, go first. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Sam will go, and then I will go. Well, they're kind of tied or, together, so okay. we can kind of talk at the same time. So my question is. So we're o we're zero and four with Pascal Siakam in the lineup. So my question is: Is he to blame, Pascal? Well, I think uh, we all know my answer. Um, <laughs> on those first two games, were just a wash for me. Like there were so many things, um, like the minutes restriction, just gelling with mm. like he's never played with Scotty Barnes, all this stuff. Um, but the last two games, which I'm probably looking more at, no, because yep. I think the half court offense looks like great, so much more defensively though. Yeah, the, but the defense is. The, the offense looks like way better with him because we're yeah. using him as like a short roller and he's make, like making really nice decisions out of the short roll. Yes, passing very well. Um, yep, he's picking his spots. Uh, he's like one of the only guys who can just go, like even if he's not the best at it compared to other players in the league, he is our best isolation mm -hmm. scorer. Um, the defense is, he's his defense has been atrocious, but there are like a lot of other holes in the defense. And I think that's more of, like I don't think the defense is going to improve 
if we keep this sort of trend going, even when Pascal gets his legs back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I think like, uh, no, I, I don't think I, I need to blame for the stretch is the defense. And I think, uh, maybe in, those in, first ge- two... in general, not just Pascal's you're saying in general, yeah, in general. Yeah. And I think, I think those first two games, sure. You may point blame to Pascal, but that's not really like there were so many other circumstances. Right. So I, I agree with that because I, I think the first game, two games, uh, he wasn't really back. No, he was, no, he was, he was, he was there. Yeah. It was like, you know? it was like, uh, it was like kind of like his preseason still. Yeah. Right? He still so. played bad those two games, yeah. but I'm not holding that yeah. as against him as this much. This is no. what Pascal is. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Cause we know um, that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he was going to struggle. I didn't think he was going to struggle that much against associates Boston, but, um, so I was kind of upset about it, but, um, no. Yeah. And I, I agree where these will pass games is off. Like the offense looked great with him and I'm so happy about that. Cause that's, I've I've been dying to see that, mm-hmm. and it looks so good with him. Just the way they're all moving the ball, he's just he's. We said this already, but the way he's just really kind of, kind of taking to the team's uh, idea of everybody's, everybody's equal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and he's he's not thinking to himself, "I'm the guy. I got to be the guy anymore." He's not doing that anymore. Uh, at least from what we saw the past two yeah. games, and it's so so nice. And and he still has that ability though. So yes, he does. If, guy, we, if we need yeah. it, but we can do it. Throughout the rest of the game, he's, he's being really, it. yeah, and he's being really deliberate with his plays. Other his passing has looked really good. And, yeah, yeah, I've been happy. Um, yeah, defensively, yeah, I agree. The the defense is the is my my blame for the for the zero and four with him. I just was I just don't I don't it just us trying to gel with him defensively just isn't working right now. No, and that's but that's that again. We'll get more into this when you guys want to get into it with the starting five thing. But um, right now, it's kind of reason why I don't think we sh- he should be starting at center. But anyway, we'll get more into that. Um, yeah, what what do you think? Uh, no, like I I don't I agree with Sam. Like I don't I don't think Pascal is to blame. Uh, the, the defense has been a liability all around. Like it's just yeah. it's uh it's not solely because of Pascal. I think the minutes restriction really is messing like messing yeah, a lot of I, stuff I, I up. I think it's off now. He it, played thirty four minutes against yeah. Detroit. And, yeah, and, and his two normal minutes games, he looked good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but he, uh, he played yeah. against Portland. Exactly. Um, he played, played thirty nine minutes against Portland. So <laughs> I think home minutes restriction. I think Pascal, uh, just like everybody else on the team, contributed to the losses. You know what I mean? Contributed to being a reason why we lost those games. Is he the sole reason why we lost those games? No. Absolutely not. You know, uh, the more reason I ask is because I think a lot of uh, casual Raptors fans who might watch this think it's Pascal's fault because he's no. a tie with that record. So I kind of want to. I kind of want to. I kind of want to get rid of that Somebody, stipulation. So who uh, oh man, you started a war in the comment section. <laughs> uh, uh, what the fuck was that even about? I even st- I, all I said was uh, no, no, my comment was you, like you um, didn't even reply to anybody, but people no, just I'm like, like twelve comments that are just but, like the thread was just arguments. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. I, I literally commented like um if he like grows like Giannis did, Scotty, then, yeah, yeah, then uh he'll be dangerous something like that. <laughs> and was like he's not trying to say it. he's like Giannis, bro, like all yeah. this kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, I was seeing that. Like, man, she just delete the comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that, got that. pinned. Engagement, it engagement, pinned. It engagement. Pinned. That's all we yeah, care about. Exactly. That's, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You I don't love, need to reply. I, was, I love seeing that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, yeah, like Pascal. I'm, I'm just honestly, I'm very happy with how Pascal's been playing in the last couple of games, yeah, and me I, too. I'm just, I'm, I'm, we know, we just know. Okay, given given how Pascal's played in the last couple games, I think that I have a more positive and optimistic outlook on the potential now of him as a player on this particular team, strictly because of the decisions that he's been making. It's Mm -hmm. the higher IQ, and I think the lower IQ plays came from, I think, the fear of 
I have to be that guy. I think guy. he was in his own head. Too yeah, much. and he was. And and I think he was trying to play like that bubble guy and not trusting everybody. Yeah. And that team that team wasn't the Raptors. Like Aaron Baines, like mm. it was all that, it was all over the place, man. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, that's a, such a it's, it's I, thought about, I thought about the roster last year. It's like what a weird roster. <laughs> what a weird <laughs> rotation roster. we had. Yeah. Stanley Johnson, DeAndre <laughs> Bemby, Rodney. Paul Hood, Watson. Paul Terrence, Watson getting minutes. Terrence uh, Davis. Davis. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul Watson. Alex Len. Alex yeah, Lent for right. a little bit there. Yeah. Freddie Gillespie was like her savior. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, thank God for this guy, Freddie Gillespie. He got cut. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so I think we, yeah, I think we touched enough on yep. that. Yep. Let's go with Sam. Yeah, so uh, me and Luke's questions are both really like tied in together, but mine was, um, we've, the de- we've talked that the defense has been awful. I have been thinking that the Raptors should maybe play a more conservative and less complicated defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know what you guys think about that. Yeah, so that was kind of my thing against Detroit, where they were playing way too aggressive for playing against Detroit. For mm-hmm. Detroit, you got to let them make their own mistakes. And this is where I want to I want to get more into the starting lineup thing. I think the reason we need to start Ken Birch is because then we just have a guy down there with all five guys who are you'd say more perimeter defensive than uh, interior defensive yeah, guys. Yeah, totally, totally. They're all hunting for those steals. They're always playing over aggressive, right? They don't have a guy that's just set down there. And I really think we just need a guy to sit down. Yeah, we to do. hold like because if we're all being aggressive and there's a blow by, that's it. And yeah. that's what happened against that was a big thing against uh, Portland and Detroit. They said open lanes all and game, even, and even, that was exactly uh, why. Even in Philadelphia, man, that's why Tyrese got in there and so many layups, man, yeah. so oh. many layups. It's yeah. just absolutely finding the holes in the defense and, and yeah. exposing the fact that we don't have and, and a that was, ton and of. And uh, that was because that was when, down when Precious was off the off the court. That's when that was happening. Exactly. We we just need a guy that can hold us down there. Who Ken can, was who out can that there. game, was he not? Yeah, he yeah. Was. exactly. So we had a huge liability. And every yeah. every NBA player is an extremely smart and talented basketball player. And they, when they see an open man, they can make that read mm. nine out of ten times. Yeah. So yeah. the Raptors just leaving oh, so many open shooters and giving respect to guys who we have really good individual defenders. Mm-hmm. Just let them play up. Like let OG hold his own against Jeremy Grant. Yes. You don't need to send another don't, guy. Don't. No. Absolutely not. No. So. And then that's that was the big thing back in Brooklyn too when Patty Mills open all game. Yeah. Because we're just leaving our guys. Leaving yeah. Our we're guys, chasing everywhere, man. And so all, and, much chasing. And, and then it's just, oh. doesn't like. And even if you're not a good shooter in NBA terms, you can every NBA player can make threes, except maybe Ben Simmons. But <laughs> wide open threes, like <laughs> we're giving them. Yeah, exactly. Ben Mills, Simmons can yeah, absolutely exactly. make those threes. And then, and then threes. we're leaving guys like Patty Mills, wide open, Sadiq Bay, wide open. Like these guys are shooters, man. Yeah, like, yeah it's frustrating. I think, um, yeah, we have such a new group that it's it would be so much more beneficial to yes, because we know Nick Nurse loves these um, like these complicated yeah. sets and schemes. And it's like, yes, that works with the 20, 2019 championship all team. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, but now yeah. you have a completely brand new team. That will work. It will work. Just, just eventually. Yes. Yes. yes, just leave it to more just one-on-one defense. Yes. Just let them do the thing. Have some help defense when they get blown by. And again, that's just where I think we need a center. Yeah, exactly. Just to be there. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. I uh, Personally, I still think we can get it done without a center. So let's wait. Um, let, let me hear your... Yeah. Uh, your thoughts about it. Is like, your, well, your question really is interesting in your, on your feeling about this because I have an answer to your question that might solve our... Would you like to read my question, Sam? Do you want me to read it? Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, I don't no, know. oh, okay. Would like, you like to read it? <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, 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 no,
go back to basics. Yes. You know what I mean? We got to start from we got to start from the beginning and start building on uh, on what we can already have confidence to do. And the the easiest thing is to is to start at the simplest defensive schemes. I and think we're, yeah, we're just getting carried away defensively. We I think. absolutely and are. You know, and I think we started out so great defensively, and now we're like, okay, but what if we did this now? Even better. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's just when it's it gets like we need to make control. those changes build. after December. Let's build and <laughs> like, build yeah. and build when guys get used to playing with each other. Most of these guys have only been in the league for two or three years. Yeah, we gotta mm-hmm. set, set on cruise control. My my, yeah. my biggest answer for this question is I against guys like CJ and Dame. Okay, wait, hold on. Scared me. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. So let's get both sides of the answer to this question with the non-traditional center okay. and the why we think we Wait, need so a traditional center. Are you for non-traditional center? center? Well, I, I, I'm both. So let me argue okay. for the non-traditional. Okay. Um, okay. So my thing for a non-traditional center is, well, if, you, if you're playing with a non-traditional center, is I think on the perimeter when you're going against guards who are average or aren't elite pull-up shooters you can go under screens right now. The Raptors are jumping every single screen yeah. and that's giving guys like Tyrese Maxey. If Tyrese Maxey hits two pull-up threes, yeah, go over the screen. But if he's not hitting that shot, just go, go under on. the screen so you can hang with them into the lane and then you can bring everyone towards them yeah. with, with Damon CJ. You don't have that luxury because yes. they're awesome pull-up shooters. So that's like it's time when you can play put, the traditional center, yeah, okay. but with, and cause the Raptors have so much length, they can recover. But and even if you go under the screen, we have the length and athleticism to still get out and contest at least get an arm up, uh, and I think that does like it's you can still be aggressive, but like know your matchup, right? Um, my is this my rebuttal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I I what you're saying makes sense, but when you're saying like um, we can just chase them with our length kind of thing, I think it's way easier said than done. Yeah. Personally, I think like these are still really skilled offensive NBA players. They they know how to get around those kind of things, and if not, they can adjust pretty quick. Where if if they see Pascal chase behind them, they'll just go up and under. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and the problem is that you just you don't have as many options when everyone's the same size. You yeah. pretty much have like one kind of thing you want to. One you style. Can, yeah, one style you can kind of play. I mean, you can do different things within that style, but I I just think I think with uh, what you're saying where we go under the screens, um, these guys like if if we have Pascal guarding a small forward, for example, which happens a lot because we have Scotty and OG and the bigger yeah. guys. They if if he goes under the screen, they're still fast enough to get a first step and just go right by him. Yeah. You got Pascal behind yeah. them, and it's kind of screwed, right? Yeah. Um. That's I just I think it'd be we'd be way more comfortable on defense if we just had a guy down there. Yeah. And especially with guys like, like when we're playing as Isaiah Stewart, and Yusuf Nurkic, like these are guys that are just hanging down though. They're not a perimeter threat at all. Yeah, no. So if we just have Ken Birch down there on them. I don't think that hurts us at all. I think it benefits us more than having Pascal or OG or Scotty on them. Um, because again, I guess we're, our, our one-on-one defense is awesome, but we're doing all this helping. We're trying to be more complicated. And um, I just think guys are going to get blown by. It's how it works. I just think having that guy, because when we get blown by now, there's nothing. There's really nothing. And again, we saw this so much, especially against Detroit. Like Josh Jags had like three straight, straight line drives because he just blew by whoever's defender yeah. was, like Sphere or whoever it was. And... Um, and that's just, we get screwed, and that's a quick six points and, for a role player. And, and and the rim protector gives you the safety valve for when your defense isn't on. I mm-hmm. said this in the chat last night, I think, and just on nights when you're, you can play aggressive, but on nights when the aggressiveness or second night of a back-to-back and the legs aren't yeah. there, you got a Miles Turner, a Rudy Gobert, who can bail you out and yeah. win you a game and just then, by deterring shots at the rim. Yep, and then we're playing... In Port- against Portland, all our starters played about forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. When you when you get to the nitty gritty, man, their, wear leg, their legs, but, they, but it's so hard to stay out on a guy one on one. You gotta expect blow by as you got the guy. And here's here's where I have a little bit of a not necessarily differing 
thought, but uh, maybe something to, to add is that sure. I think that what we're seeing is that this is very, not only is this kind of style very new, but this is also a very young team who hasn't mastered how to play this sort of defense. And I think it's important to keep that in mind because what you just said, yeah, we're playing six, six guys or five or six guys upwards of 30 plus minutes a game. That's not sustainable. However, that's not the vision for this team. The vision is that we can get Utah out there. We can get, well, maybe somebody like Chris, but like if he's playing better, but more, more of these guys, waves of a similar type of player. Exactly. Is, is that, is that, uh, when we distribute the, uh, playing time, just as much as everybody's height, um, you're hoping that, when when it comes down to the crucial minutes, you're gonna have fresh legs who are ready yeah. to play great defense and hustle out there against teams who are playing like for example, like Damon Siju, who are playing those 30, 40 minutes a game. It's, Whereas you don't need a specific guy to guard those two. You can get anybody out there on the court. It's, to it's, guard an, those it's an huge experimental thing. Very and experimental. To, I totally and I'm totally with it. But if we're if we're rotation wise, if we're at a point where we gotta play a lot of starters forty minutes. I don't think it's a good time yeah, no, to, no, no. to do I, the experiment. And I get where we just want to keep doing it and get it into our guys' mind, like making our actual our identity. So I get maybe that's why they want to do it all the time. But if you're trying to win basketball games, which I know Nick Nurse is trying to win basketball games, mm-hmm. you don't – I think you just got to play it safe, put Kem in there for a bit, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. But yeah. The, and then the one other thing that I wanted to mention, though, is with the traditional centers that if we are going to go for a traditional center, we're going to have to – the problem with that is now we're going to have to sacrifice a lot of people on our team and we're going to lose a lot of players who we do want to keep and fit into that system on defensive and the offensive end. I don't end. think I'm going to sacrifice too much. I mean, just well, having, having, you, a, like, having depends a, you know, on how a good of a center you want. No, we don't, don't, need, we don't need anything. We need Ken Birch another, or another guy to that level. I, I think like you're a, better than Ken. I don't know if Ken Birch is good enough. Though, well, like, so we're saying long-term right now. Yeah. We're saying we keep the big – if we get rid of this experiment thing, is that what we're saying right now? Well, I'm just saying, like, say we go after Miles Turner. Okay, yeah. I would love that so much. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, okay getting, that, I'm okay getting rid of Precious and Malachi. For like, okay, like, like, I think he's that Even good. like Rashawn Holmes, I really wanted Jared Allen this offseason. I wanted yeah. those two guys. Like, um, I don't know. I think, yes, we're going to give up. We're going to give up like offensively you have to give shooting up to and stuff like that. But I think I think it would be to our benefit, personally. Okay. Very wise. No, 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 no. I, uh, there's really no right or wrong answer to no. when it comes no. to this sort of stuff, right? I guess it's one of those things we'll just have to see. We're just gonna... to me, like again, I do like the experiment. I think what we're doing yeah, with yeah. it, but I just I think when we're against Portland, for example, I think we just we gotta we gotta make the smarter decision and and play Kim Birch a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's next? Uh, well, we got two games to look ahead at because the third game is going to be after we record our new Sunday our podcast. New Sunday podcast, baby. Um, Monday is podcast. That on, is that on Monday? Is the, that on, the, the Warriors game, game is against the Raptors is Sunday night. So that'll be uh, after we record. So we're gonna we're gonna record. So what time? It's, is it's, it? a, it's a late one because they're they're playing Golden. Yeah, State. we'll record Ooh, before that bad. game. Yeah, we'll See, record. this is why this is why. Uh, but then if we recorded after that game, we only have like one game to talk about the next podcast. No, we have no games. Oh, no game. oh yeah. yeah, right. So we'll so. talk a lot about Warriors uh, Raptors on next Wednesday's podcast. So we don't really need to dive into it. And that one might be shorter too. Like, who cares if it's yeah. like 45 minutes? Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. matter. No, no. But because um, this one's this one's a bit long. Yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, well, we've this is why it might be beneficial. Like, uh, if our um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, mm living situation plans work mm. out in the way that we want to it wouldn't be as bad yeah. because no, you yeah, know we just go right to bed yeah like and yeah. Uh, of course like 
even if we are up until 3 a.m., it's like I get a noise complaint or something. Yeah. You know, because I mean, like, I don't mind recording until 3 in the morning, but like, the neighbors, I, do. I don't want to piss off everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going barns. And yeah. you know what I mean, so. Um, well, yeah, the road trip will continue. We got the Jazz on Thursday and Oof. the Kings on Friday. I'm a little really back excited. To back. I'm really excited for the Jazz, jazz game. game yep. will be lit. I'm really excited. It's interesting to see game. how the Raptors. Well, because we're not going to be able to score the paint at a high level. Mm. Um, it's going to be interesting. Like our shooters are going to have to carry us uh, that game. Mm-hmm. Um, In our transition. Yeah, and then the Kings. That they're they're a slower <laughs> team. The Jazz. The yeah. Jazz are. Yep, and so, uh, we'll see how that goes. This Kings game, I think, is going to be extremely high scoring. This is two teams that <laughs> defense. Uh, is not well, we'll see well, if the Raptors' defense yeah. turns around by then. The defense yeah. is a we're priority hoping, for Raptors. Hoping. It is not even a priority for the Kings. So, yeah, that's um, true. Th- th- this is going to be a crazy tempo game, though. Like the Kings, well, it's I, just going to be running. We'll probably get to see uh, Terrence Davis back out there. I hope not. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> see him in that, jail. Do that. <laughs> uh, uh, no second chances for Sam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think. Well, like, okay, so I'm with the Kings, bro. I hate Luke Walton. Like, he's my least favorite coach. Oh, he's an awful coach. He's so bad. He's slowing that team down. He's a bad dude, too, yeah. He's like, they're, they, they wanted, like, the, they, before, the year before they got Luke Walton, they had the fast pace in the league, and that was the year they almost made the playoffs for the first time ever. And then uh, right after that, Luke Walton came in. They fired their coach for some reason. And then uh, Luke Walton came in, and they were, like, on the lower half of pace in the league with De'Aaron Fox yeah. as he's starting. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to go a lie since we're declare any wins, so I think we're going to yeah, lose. Yeah. But we're going to lose both games. You think reverse we're, the like, curse. Do you actually think, no. or are you just drinking? Reverse the curse. <laughs> okay. We're gonna lose both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more wins this yeah. season. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Uh, yeah, I don't really have too much to say about looking ahead. To be honest, yeah. um, the podcast has ran a bit long. I think we talked a lot. Of, the podcast is very meaty. Yes, talked yeah, about was, a lot, it. It and uh, a lot going on. Yeah. So I think we're gonna wrap it up here right now. Um, we got to do the editing. So, all right. Thank you, guys, everybody, for tuning into the podcast. If you're still with us, we hope you are. Um, we are super, super again excited to announce that we are getting another episode in. So you guys can expect this podcast to go uh, semi-weekly, two episodes a week, one Monday and one on Thursday. Uh, so we're really excited to do that for you guys. Um, remember, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast, uh, make sure to leave us a rating and also leave us a review. You can find us at Rap Chat Podcast on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, where you can see us post new clips and updates every week. Um, I'm your awesome. host, Luke Dick. I'm Elias Eldridge. And I'm Sam Kenny. And we'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace out.